This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners. Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities sure to pique your curiosity. We are Amanda and Brittany. I, I have no idea why. <laughs> that look on your face, I was like, <laughs> she looked off to the side contemplating, what do I do? So I was eager to see what was coming out. But I, And apparently a teenage girl came out, so I don't I don't know. That's the peppiest I've been all day. <laughs> it was pretty peppy. That's okay. Hi. Hi. How you doing? That's the peppiest I've been all day. <laughs> That's how I'm doing. To reiterate that statement. <laughs> okay. Heard loud and clear. It's my kid's birthday party tomorrow. I know. So, yeah, the night before is always... Um, you know what? I'm going to rewind and back it up a little bit. The week before. The week before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always a nightmare. So that's where we're at. And tomorrow will be glorious once the party's over. I know. And it's not at your house. It's and not at my house. somebody else is going to have to clean up the mess. I and clean you nothing. go home and kick your feet up. And hopefully your kid will crash from his sugar high and adrenaline rush. One can only hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. And toes. And toes. Okay, so it's episode 76. And thank God it's hump day. <laughs> it's hump day. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I don't know what the wiggle was. <laughs> that was an odd dance, and I didn't even do one. So this week is throwed off. It's the Mardi Gras season down here in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Just in case you didn't know. Now you do. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping it up. Keep, keep, fuck. Keep him with, with the, the theme. theme. <laughs> I have no idea. I got a skin cake daiquiris. And they're pretty good. They're a little strong. There's a lot of vodka in there. Yeah, I went to Tony's. I mean, they're, you can't go wrong at yeah. Tony's. I did not get extra shots this time. I learned my lesson from when you went and, and got the eggnog ones. That was so much. <laughs> this is really good. It, I mean, it's, to it's me, sweet. it tastes more like a king cake cupcake or a king cake cheesecake yeah. type thing. It doesn't taste like legit king cake, right? But it's really good. It's 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 still an a okay drink. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna drink it. Yeah, either way. And I got hungry this afternoon, and I was scrolling through my menus to deliver, <laughs> and I found one from Dax. I think I've done. I've had like sweet potato fries or something like that from them once before. Yeah. But anyways, they have this little appetizer sampler and it said fried pickles. <laughs> so I clicked on it because that's what you do when you see fried pickles. Yes. So I chose fried pickles, Southwestern egg rolls and pepper jack mac and cheese bites. I like mac and cheese. I like mac and cheese. And the pepper jack isn't too overpowering. No, because I normally don't like pepper jack stuff, but it's actually pretty good. And it's I dipped bad. it in ranch. And oh, their ranch. It's so good. I mean, mm-hmm. and they gave us three little cups of it. I'm here yeah. for it. Thanks, and, Dax and Tony's. Yeah. I'm, I like it. I told her to come hungry. And then... I ate all the pickles. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, ate like, I ate like half the pickles. <laughs> I know. I should have just stuck with fried pickles because we've been talking about that at work. Quite a bit lately, actually. We always talk about fried pickles. That's true. Or Gina's waffles. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to bring that one back. That again. is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, we're going to have to do that one again. Yep. So there. Happy humping. Happy humping. And um, let's hump on over to our uh, episode topic. We're, we're all the way hump to on Paris. Over. Yeah. Instead uh, of hop on over, hop yeah, on over. I, I get got it? that. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was there with you. I, I was, was trying to segue the shit. I don't know. I was confused, but I was there. <laughs> I eventually got there. Um, can we make a pit stop real quick at the socials before we get to the episode topic? I guess. <laughs> Go to the socials. That'd probably be a good idea. <laughs> the Facebook and the Instagram. I quit. I quit. I'm going to go now. <laughs> For episode topics, 
and announcements and notes and trivia pictures and trivia <laughs> and trivia <laughs> and shenanigans <laughs> and more than what you get here. If, if you're craving more of this, <laughs> go to the Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, those are two good spots to find us at. Yep. And now let's let's go to the topic on to the now. show. <laughs> Please silence your cell phones. Except for now, you're probably no, listening to the podcast. Your- <laughs> Put it on airplane mode so nobody will bug you there while you you're go. listening to our podcast. Airplane mode. Yes. Wise decision. This is going to be a shit show. Already. Buckle up, friends. Here we go. <laughs> this week's topic is the Paris catacombs. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> that, that was spooky. <laughs> right? Spooky? It, it was totally cute. So, moving right along. Let's, let's go talk about some underground stuff. Yeah. Um, so for my segment, I'll be doing the history of the catacombs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's learn some shit, shall we? Okay. Okay. The catacombs in Paris are the final resting place of six million Parisians. They are. Say that again. Six million. Six million. That's a lot of bodies. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go. They are an underground network of tunnels and old stone quarries that were converted into a cemetery during the 18th and 19th centuries. They exist silently in contrast to the busy streets of Paris above them because they are literally under the streets. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's insane. <clears throat> the history of the catacombs can be traced all the way back to when the area was occupied by the ancient Romans. Badass. Right. Yeah. Okay. Rich in limestone, it had been mined since the first century, and its stones were used to build the city of Paris. So they took the stones from underneath the ground to to build on top of the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. (laughs) (laughs) God. (laughs) We are so smart. (laughs) So educated. Totally. Totes. (laughs) once the quarries were exhausted they were abandoned and forgotten this mining left a completely unregulated maze of tunnels beneath the city leading to many cave-ins do you think yeah (laughs) so if you want to go to the notes i have a map an old map map. the tunnel systems and you see All the, like, circular rooms and all these little offshoots that go to, like, nowhere. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And the shapes of some of these uh, offshoots are kind of insane. Yeah. How did they do? That is crazy looking. It was aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was aliens. Seriously. This, these are some intricate designs over here. Um, yeah. I love it. A series of mine cave-ins in 1774 caused King Louis the 16th? Yeah. Ha! <laughs> to form a team <laughs> to map and strengthen the underground tunnels. Okay, there's going to be lots of French words in here. Same. And names. Yeah, me too. Bear with me, <laughs> because I'm Louisianian. I'm not French. Claude Nicolas Ledoux. Mm-hmm. He designed the so-called Gate of Hell as a barrier between the two sides of, I want to say Rue, but it's it's not Rue. Route de Orleans. Route. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> he designed the so-called Gate of Hell as a barrier between the two sides of the Route de Orleans, <laughs> as the internet tells me. <laughs> Building two symmetrical rectangular pavilions that stood on both sides between them in 1755. Damn. At this time, the cemeteries of Paris were overflowing. Mm-hmm. With the expansion of Paris, the cemeteries formerly located on the outskirts of the city found themselves included in the city. <laughs> the increase in population, as well as wars and epidemics, caused a huge increase in the number of corpses to be buried. The conditions were so awful that fluids from the graves would leak into the waters of Paris, (laughs) therefore causing more epidemics, of course. Yeah. By the 18th century, Paris had sewage covering the streets, which also contaminated the water. 
There was simply no place left to bury the dead. That's so gross. That's so gross. Bring out your dead. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Okay. The worst one was the Saints Innocence Cemetery that held over two million bodies. Yeah. So I have an old illustration. Okay. If you go to the notes, it says Saints Innocence. So this was the cathedral. Yeah. And you see the cemetery beginning to form around it. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> but I thought that was a neat well, that, little illustration there. That is a good one. The floor of the cemetery located in the heart of Paris was two meters higher than the street level because yeah. of all the bodies. Yeah. It had been closed in 1780 after consecutive use for nearly 10 centuries. Oh. For 10 centuries, they oh. buried bodies in the oh. same area. Yeah. Ew. Gross. Oop, there's a body. <laughs> oop, there's a body. I mean, you don't even have time to get the mm -mm. whole sentence out. It's just oop, 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 oop. Let the bodies hit, hit the, the floor. floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To make things worse, a basement wall in a building next to the cemetery collapsed under the weight of the mass grave behind it. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Under these conditions, it was decided that the bodies would be moved to the strengthened tunnels. Between 1785 and 1787, millions of bodies were carried out nightly to avoid upsetting the citizens of Paris. So they did it at night so nobody would see. I respect that. Yeah. God, can you imagine having to be one of the people? A body mover. That, a body mover. That, yeah. Well, listen to this shit. It's, it's, it's nasty. Ugh. They were dumped into two quarry wells, then distributed and piled into the galleries by the quarry workers. They don't oh. even know whose bones was whose. They was just throwing, they was throwing bones. Down the well. Oh, that's why. And then just stacking the shits up. They're all in piles and pieces. Yeah, because they don't they know. Just oh, that's sad. They was just throwing them down the well. That hurts yeah. my heart a little bit. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's not pretty. Mm -mm. Okay. By 1809, the catacombs were home to millions of bodies. After the Saints Innocent Cemetery, several other Parisian cemeteries were emptied. In total... 17 cemeteries, 160 places of worship, and 145 monasteries and convents were added to the catacombs. Yeah. The larger passageways were lined with countless skeletal remains and arranged in artistic patterns. Yeah. Each room is marked by a plaque that mentions the locations of the cemeteries and the dates on which the bodies were removed and relocated to the catacombs. Transfers continued after the French Revolution until 1814. I have four pictures of the catacombs I want yes. to show you. This is one of the patterns, one of the designs on the walls that they made with skulls. Yeah. And what looks like femurs. I, other I, I really bones. love that they decided to do this with, with the bodies. Yeah. At least if you can't keep the body together. Yeah. Um, they did something. So I'm, I, oh my God, it's so amazing. I would love to go. Yeah, I want to go. It's on the bucket list. And then I have another picture mm -hmm. of like a close up of how they have the bones piled. See, y'all see what mm -hmm. see what I was talking about? It's just piles. Look at all those piles. Look at that. Oh piles of bones. Those are people. Peoples. On catacombs three. Oh yes, it shows how they covered the pillars in this cylindrical pattern. Mm hmm. With the bones. I think it's called the barrel. I don't know. There's several of them. Okay. I didn't know if there was one or... Yeah, I missed that part, but I, I saw multiples. That is fascinating. The next picture is what the hallway looks like. So Yeah. Like the walls are, are lined with those patterns and skulls and just bones everywhere. There's bones everywhere. I'm just glad at that part you don't have to walk on them. I know there are certain parts of it. Yeah, where the where the do. tours go, you don't walk on bones. Um, but there are other places that the general public does not have access to. Yeah. Okay. 
While much of what there is to see is made up of bones, there are several unexpected sculptures as you wander through the tunnels, most of them dating to between 1777 and 1782. The artist was <laughs> Decure. 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 Okay. Decure. <laughs> the artist was Decure. <laughs> the Cure. It was the Cure. <laughs> it was the Cure. A quarry worker. He was a former army veteran who fought for the liberation from the English. While working in the quarry, he discovered a cavern that had opened after a rockfall. At lunchtime, while his co-workers returned above ground for lunch, he would enter the cavern and chip away at the rock. He did this for five years. He was constructing like cities and buildings. And yeah, stuff. he hated his co-workers. Yeah. <laughs> they sucked, so he stayed in the cavern. Yeah. Sadly, some of the sculptures were damaged during the French Revolution, which would break out shortly after his death, and later by nature and people, because people ruin everything. Because people suck. But a lot of them have been restored, and yeah. I got two pictures here of the sculptures, so let's look at the one that says sculpture. Okay. And this almost Holy looks shit. like a fort or a palace or something? Yeah. It looks awesome. I want to know how big this is, like, relative to size, yeah. you know? Can you go is this put a 20-ounce Sprite <laughs> on there yes. so we can see? Yes. Could you put in can, a bead of beer down <laughs> so I can see how big it is? <laughs> a beta? Really? That's what you pick? I like a beta. No, I mean, just out of all the stuff. We have not had that yet. Have we not? No. Mm. We usually drink, like... Uh, the life itself stuff. Oh yeah, great raft because it's mm-hmm. local. Well, Abita's Louisiana, so we'll have Abita. We'll do it next time. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming, Coming soon, soon to a podcast near you. I was going to say to a hum day near you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're, when we go, we will take a picture with an Abita beer can yeah. or beer bottle. Beer bottle. Bottle. Hell there. <laughs> right <Okay>. there. <laughs> Let's get a sculpture too now. <laughs> All right. And, and we're going to have to do it with Sculpture 2 as well. Yeah, because this <gasps> is Amazeballs. You know what this reminds me of? What? Do you remember the castle in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? No, I never watched Mr. Rogers' what? Neighborhood. What? Girl. I was not watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I was watching Gullah Gullah Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think Mr. Rogers was a little bit before. Oh, me. it was it was definitely before. It was a little before me. Yeah, it it was still a popular thing when I was a kid. I was watching. Hell, I think my parents probably turned it on for me. Honestly, I was watching like Mickey Mouse Club. Oh hell yes, and Kids, Kids Incorporated. Incorporated, and yes. Then I watched the Nickelodeon ones like Gullah Gullah Island. Mm. Do you remember Gullah Gullah Island? I do. I heard they were Come talking about the Simpsons. And let's play together in. <laughs> The bright sunny weather. That Let's was so go good. Gulla gulla island. That was the shit, man. That was the shit. A lot of people don't remember that shit, but I'm here for gulla gulla. Yeah, may have to binge that some on something. I don't even know where to find it. I will find you. Okay, <laughs> let me know. Okay, but I heard a thing on the radio this morning about the Simpsons. The Simpsons. They have hit like their record. Because the Simpsons are the shit, bro. Oh, my God. They've been on since 1989. Wow. That was nine. Oh, my God. I was four. (laughs) We just told our real ages. I wasn't even thought of yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the... Back uh, to awful skulls and underground tunnels. Yeah. Starting in 1809, the catacombs were open to the public by appointment. A register was placed where visitors could write their impressions. To, you Ooh, know, I want to read that. Yeah, so they could tell what they thought of the catacombs. Ooh. I want to read 1800s catacombs writing. Oh my gosh, the, like the pretty close to the first explorers in there, you know? Yeah, that would be so cool. It was still pretty damn new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm jelly. Yeah. It was filled very rapidly because these visits had become popular with both the French and foreigners. Yes. In 1787, the Count of Artois 
the future Charles X, visited the site. In 1814, Francis I, the Austrian emperor, took a tour, and in 1860, Napoleon III descended into the catacombs with his son. That's just some of the famous folks. Wow. These tunnels have played an important part in Paris's history, mm-hmm. both inspiring Victor Hugo's Les Miserables. <laughs> Love. 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 Go, go. Toad's impressed with Hugh Jackman when you oh watch the movie. Oh, my God. I was impressed. Very impressed. And Anne Hathaway. Good job, friends. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's so great. Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, or serving as a base for the French resistance during World War II. Yeah. Oddly enough, raves happened frequently down there during the 90s, <laughs> 1990s. <laughs> the 1990s were a wild time as well. Yes, they were. <laughs> While most tunnels have been blocked off, the portions that the catacombs occupy are open to the public. Mm-hmm. The catacombs cover only a portion of the tunnels that run for thousands of miles under the streets of Paris. Lots of miles. Mm-hmm. Visitors can buy tickets to visit the underground cemetery, entering the Black Gates at Avenue Avenue du Colonel Henry Roll Tang Tangi Tanga. It's Tanga. Tangi. I butchered it, and I'm so sorry. The only one that I am positive of is it's Henry Henry. It's Henri. He's Henri. Henri. Henri Tan guy. <laughs> <laughs> and exiting in an alley next to a gift shop, of course, because you have to hit a gift shop when you finish looking at I a landmark. I need a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> we are going to buy so much things. <laughs> oh, take my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The corniest shit they've got. I want I'm a on hat. It. I want uh-huh. sunglasses. I want a t-shirt. I want a bookmark. I need a paperweight. A femur keychain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Here for it all. So I've got a picture of the outside entrance. Oh, yeah. It says outside entrance. <gasps> oh. And there it is. It looks very ominous. Yeah, it does. And I kind of love it. Oh, Selfies! <laughs> selfies! Next to the black gate! Mm-hmm. Going down. Oh, there's going to be selfies everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, not everywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll all places where selfies are allowed. There you go. During the 19th century, visiting arrangements constantly changed from completely closing to monthly or quarterly openings. The Paris catacombs are now open to everyone without requiring an authorization and welcome nearly 550,000 visitors yearly. Mm. The part of the catacombs that's open to the public is called the ossuary of Denfert Rosheru? 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 Yeah. Denfert Rice It is across the street from the metro station of the same name, which I will not be saying no. for you. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. <laughs> the descent begins with a corkscrew stairway taking you 20 meters underground. Yes. I got a picture of the stairway. I'm so glad. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. <gasps> and so scary. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going I'm gonna down get there. me a really cute little headlamp. Stop it. Yeah. Okay, you walk in front of me because I'm not wearing one of those. (laughs) I'm going to have a flashlight, too. (laughs) And backups. I feel like my hair's too big to accommodate a headlamp. No, it goes around your head like a little strap. That could be cute. We could selfie with headlamps on. Yeah. Okay. Just make sure you turn it off when you take the selfie. (laughs) Duly noted. (laughs) So you have to take that stairway. There's no other way down. You first enter a room filled with information and displays. Okay. An entrance leads you into the catacombs with these words. Stop. This is the empire of death. (laughs) Not exactly welcoming. I'm going in. Got a picture. (laughs) Ride or die, bitch. (laughs) I got a picture. It says inside entrance. Yes. And it does kind of look like you're walking to your death. I mean, yeah. It's a little gloomy. Yeah. I Selfie. Mean, I'm here for it. Selfie. You'll be walking through long, humid tunnels, uh, which we're used to. We live in Louisiana. That's true. That's true. 
So you'll do that for quite a while before reaching the actual ossuary. Before you know, be <laughs> that's not even close to the same word. Yeah, yeah, it is. Beware if you're claustrophobic or have difficulty breathing. The tunnels are kind of narrow. I do get a little claustrophobic. They're not tall. No, you got to watch your tall. head. Yeah. Due to the surroundings, noises will become quieter and more muffled. Sound does not carry. No, not at all. That stone just soaks it up. Yeah. The path is well marked, but it's best not to get lost because there's no cell service. Yeah, so we'll You're only just be taking selfies until like the, I don't know, first level. And then after that, it's We'll done. have to selfie at the top of the stairway and then we're done. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Maybe at the entrance. Maybe. Somebody took, well, that was probably with a camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll just take a camera. <laughs> there we go. I have one of those. You do. Oh, a my really God. really good one. Here we go. We are so smart. <laughs> oh, my God. We got it figured out. <laughs> Said we were super smart this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's my story. All right. History for you. Do you all feel smarter now? I feel <laughs> way more smarter. That's so great. <laughs> Are you loving this for me? <laughs> I am so happy for you. I love this journey for you. All right. So for my part, I did the other stuff. <laughs> it's titled The Other Stuff. I did history. She did the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first it was just spooky stuff. And then I started finding current stuff and weird stuff. So maybe it just should be like the weird stuff. There we go. Stuff. Stuff. Yeah, just stuff. <laughs> All right, so you kind of pick up where Britt left off. Long before the catacombs became commercialized, electrically lit, and properly mapped, people wandered around down there to explore. Those who kept coming back are called cataphiles, passionate vi- visitors of the Forbidden Underground, owners of the Parisian netherworld. Ooh, yeah. I like it. There are many Paris catacomb stories, and with only a small portion of the tunnels open to the public, it's inevitable that adventurers would want to explore the rest and uncover their hidden stories. Of course. Yes. If I was brave enough, I totally would. Mm -hmm. People have been visiting the tunnels for centuries, but wandering off unaccompanied by officials has been illegal since 1955. But you can't hold us down. (laughs) You can hold me down. I'm not going to do it. They ways. I'm being held down. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I'm not brave enough to do this. But the cataphiles became particularly active during the May 1968 street revolts when students used the catacombs to avoid police barricades. Mm -hmm. Smart. By the 1980s, being a cataphile was often a lifestyle choice with manholes almost turning into revolving doors and some underground chambers so crowded their party music clashed with that of neighboring tunnels. That's crazy. I have a photo of a cataphile going down such manhole. Okay. It says entrance. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a little bit of a tight squeeze for me. I think I prefer the staircase mm-hmm. over that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the staircase. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Authorities eventually sealed off most of these entrances, and they continuously do so mm-hmm. anytime they find one. The number of cataphiles dwindled, and only the most passionate remained. They often returned to the same rooms and eventually made themselves at home, decorating walls, bringing down furniture, <laughs> adding street art to the walls, and naming their secret rooms according to its purpose or its decor. Okay, here's some words for me. You ready? Okay, yeah. The first one is like La, Pl- La Plage, which means the beach. The next one is the La Cellier, which is the cellar. And then another immaculate one is La Salle du Chateau, the castle room. Nice. I have photos of all of these rooms. I'm here for this. Yes. Yes, you okay. are. Okay. Go to the beach. Gladly. Oh, my. Yeah. That's some intricate artwork there. I want to go there. That looks cool. Mm-hmm. That looks really cool. I like the beach. I love the beach. I like the cellar, too. The cellar looks like a really good little hangout spot for vaping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. You know? <laughs> That's pretty cool. 
Okay, I like the cellar. Yeah. I prefer that over the beach now. Yeah, it's just, it's more cozy. Let's go look at the castle room, and you see why. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well. I'm going to need you to zoom in on those heads up there. The castle is fantastic. Mm -hmm. The heads are terrifying. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like horrific Halloween masks enlarged and in stone. Yes. Oh, no, thank you, please. <laughs> I will stay out of that one. Little creature heads. Mm-hmm. You know. Not here for that. No. There's also another one. The high-ceilinged Room Z may have been a gathering place for a right-wing splinter group in the 1930s and was the scene of massive parties in the 80s. Okay. Let's go look at Room Z. It's huge. Oh, my. Okay. Lots of graffiti. Lots of graffiti. But wouldn't that be like... We could put a sticker on the wall. If it... Oh, my God. <laughs> if it weren't underground, that would be a beautiful place to have a wedding reception. You still could. Imagine how much that would cost. Oh, that'd be so expensive. God, that Imagine would be so awesome, how though. many people would not be willing to go down there. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see my people, my family, <laughs> willingly participating in that one. I don't know. Mine might. They like some weird shit. There's some other cool stuff down there. Okay. The catacombs have been used to grow mushrooms. The humidity. To meet for illicit sex. Of course. Or even as nuclear shelters. Man, if somebody bombs that, it's going to cave in on you. <laughs> that ain't saving look, you. I didn't think that that was the <laughs> smartest choice either. <laughs> but all right because they took the stones out to build on top of uh-huh. you know like it's yeah, really and, just yeah. okay so and um but that was during world war Two. the germans actually built a bunker down there complete with electricity reinforced doors and toilets oh how nice i like the toilets mm-hmm. are they still down there because i, I do can... have to urinate frequently <laughs> I quite enjoy <laughs> having a toilet. Just knowing that one is there makes me feel better. Yes. <laughs> Creature comforts. Yeah. Yeah. Plumbing. I like plumbing. Plumbing is cool. <laughs> Very much so. Until the 1970s, a mass was actually celebrated down there each year for the Day of the Dead. Okay. Bring that's that back. Fucking awesome. While cataphiles may know their way around, the same cannot be said of others who don't drop by often. So we should definitely not wander off. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay with your group. Find your buddy. <laughs> Everybody got your buddies. <laughs> Tether a rope together, whatever whatever you need to do. I'll probably have to wear one of those backpacks like the kids at Disney World <laughs> for you to hold on to me. I'm get, hooking you to my belt loop. <laughs> I, get, I get distracted by creepy things sometimes. Oh, I do too. Hold on. Okay. But we, you'll be looking at one thing and I'll be looking at another though. So yeah, we need to be tethered together. We need to take a responsible adult with us is what I'm, what I'm feeling here. Somebody to hold our leashes. <laughs> Dad. Mom. 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 Jackie, we're going to Paris. Let's go. <laughs> we ride it, Dawn. <laughs> we ride. <laughs> okay. So there was this one cataphile, though, that disappeared. He was the very first one, actually. They're considering. The very first disappearance? No, they're Or con- the very first cataphile? I think it's both. Okay, all the above. Okay. Unsurprisingly, the Paris catacombs have their own macabre mascot. In 1793, <laughs> Philibert. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Philibert. 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 Hold on. It's it's Philibert Aspart. <laughs> so <laughs> how can we substitute that? Philibert Aspart is on its own. I mean, I don't know what to do with that. I tried earlier. I really brainstormed with myself. So anyways, (laughs) Philibert Asshat was... was, It's (laughs) shit like this why we can't do videos. Because I'm like, Philibert! And you're like, oh yeah, Philibert! (laughs) Grabbing her boobs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is why we don't have video. (laughs) 
<laughs> Patreon content. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And we'll just go on ahead and name that tier Philip Hare. <laughs> oh, so. so. Philip Hare ass part. <laughs> I can't say it any other way now. He was a doorkeeper of a military hospital in central Paris. He snuck down to the catacombs through a staircase in the courtyard. I wonder if it was the same staircase. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to pretend it was. Yeah, I like I like that story. His motive for going there in the first place is unclear, but several theories have been tossed around. Don't know what those theories are. Okay. There you go. That's for your own imagination. <laughs> you are welcome. Go what? ahead and send us your theories. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> send us your theories. What was Philip Hare doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let us know. <laughs> okay. So whatever led to his doom, his body was found 11 years later, identifiable only by the hospital keys attached to his belt. Oh my. It is thought that he became disoriented disoriented after his candle was blown out. Of course. So, ever since, his disembodied voice has whispered in the ears of passing visitors before blowing out their candles. That's fucked Rude. up, Rude. Philip Hare's tombstone can now be found in the catacombs at the spot his body was discovered beneath Rue Henri Barbousse. Barbousse. What that means is, okay, down there, so you can follow the map, they also have the street intersections. That's up cool. From what's up above. So you can also try to read a street map. That's cool. And find your way out. I like it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, too. So visiting the site is a rite of passage for any cataphile in training. But um, take a flashlight. Yeah. No candles. Well, you want to go see his grave? Sure. Okay. Okay. It's got an inscription on there. Oh, how nice. I don't know what it says. Mm-mm. There's no way to know. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. I don't speak French. No. Nope. I kind of want to. I'm thinking maybe we should learn some languages. If we're going to travel. Can we learn English first? No. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Let's finish that one first. It's, it, all hope is lost on that one. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's Google Translate. We're fine. Thank God. <laughs> But even with a functioning lamp, the catacombs are a daunting place. As recently as 2017, two teenagers were lost in the winding passages for three full days. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. How scary. I would die. The Guardian reports that two boys, ages 16 and 17, were rescued after a horrifying and harrowing ordeal in the Paris catacombs. Thanks to a team of rescue dogs, the pair were found and taken to a hospital while it's tough to recover from a spooky situation like this, the two were treated for hypothermia and otherwise unharmed. Well, good. Besides the psychological damage that is forever well, implanted yeah. in the brains. Being lost amongst dead bodies for three days. In the dark. In the dark. With Philibert blowing in your ear. Yeah, because Philibert's headstone serves as a grave reminder of the merciless nature of the medieval maze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, being a cataphile is not risk-free. There is no question security is an issue. The possibility of getting lost exists, of course. And let me remind you again, there's no cell phone signal down there. But that's not all. Let's see what we have behind door number two. (laughs) There are rats. Oh, that's so gross. And, I mean, of course, we're underground. That's so gross. But they carry diseases. Mm -hmm. Leptospirosis. And these days, we know how dangerous that could be. And in case you don't, (laughs) it's a nasty little bacterial disease spread through the urine of infected animals. That's gross. High fever, headache, bleeding, muscle pain, chills, red eyes, and vomiting are just some of the symptoms. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Neat. (laughs) (laughs) There are other possible dangers. The tunnels could flood. Mm-hmm. There are already some half full of water, or they could cave in, you know, 
Who knows? Yeah. Because not all of the tunnels have been reinforced. And you can't assume all coyotophiles are friendly either. In fact, some are downright mean. Just mean. And muggings underground are not unknown. He made fun of my headlamp. <laughs> but look at my cute hip purse. <laughs> he couldn't take my hip purse. <laughs> look, the little skulls on my purse match the little <laughs> I have a picture of some cataphiles going through a tunnel with water. Okay. Yeah, I'd turn around and go back. That's some dedication right there, okay? They're in their party gear. I get it. I'd be kind of pissed if I had to walk around in wet shit all night long. You know the shoes they're wearing Mm -hmm. if they're in party clothes are not appropriate for Well, okay. In In all honesty, if you're going to the catacombs, don't wear your heels. You need to wear boots, at least. Well, yeah, but, of course, do we ever wear heels? You're going to ruin your docks if you're walking through well, you the You don't wear your good ones. <laughs> you go to the Walmarts, <laughs> and you get you some cheap rubber boots. Uh, I mean, you can bring your good ones in your backpack. Yeah, I'm just not going to do it. I'm just not going to walk through the water. No. I'm just not. I don't know. I probably would. Yeah, I'm not going to, because, ooh, ooh, and look how dirty it looked, and you can't see what's under there. Rats can swim. It's in limestone. That's why it looks cloudy. Rats can swim. I know they can. To many cataphiles, tourists who simply want to experience the forbidden catacombs as a bucket list item aren't their favorites. Mm. So, but that doesn't mean that you won't find someone to guide you. Since the, you know, this is an illegal endeavor, cataphiles willing to guide don't advertise. Fines have become a little bit stiffer, and motion sensors make it a little bit riskier. So a cataphile might not necessarily be overjoyed to have some stranger tagging along, which I get. So it's like you got to get your, like, secret agent spy gear. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to it. Okay. That said, there are plenty of sites dedicated to exploring the catacombs. I have a link to a forum if you would like one. Okay. But they're all in French, so if you do speak the language, you'll probably find someone if you try. You can browse through Twitter and uh, look at the hashtag cataphiles. There are forums where you can talk to real cataphiles and who knows, maybe convince one to take you down. Like I said, I do have a link. Contact me if you want it. <laughs> if you get that far and actually connect with someone willing to take you down, you'll be instructed on what to wear. Waterproof shoes, a flashlight, drinking water, food, a map if you can find one, and candles. Where to meet and how to behave. Okay. Just be cautious. You don't want to end up being arrested by a catacop. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what they're actually called, but it was in the article, and I thought it was cute, so I kept it. (laughs) But since 1980, a special police brigade has been patrolling the catacombs looking for cataphiles, of course, mm-hmm. and anybody that doesn't need to be down there. And while their primary job is finding illegal visitors, they do have another one as well. They check on the tunnels themselves to make sure nothing has shifted or is in danger of collapse. A quick spot check brigade whose eye can, you know, help spot trouble before it happens. So that's right. good. Yeah. They are monitored. It makes me feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Several times a week, they head into tunnels, hoping to dislodge a few insistent cataphiles. They look for clues, like there could be cigarette or marijuana butts, the smell of fresh paint from tags or wall art, the sound of distant music from an underground party, an empty can or a bottle, you know, an Abita bottle. Mm-hmm, an Abita bottle. And often, <laughs> they find people in parties. One night... They stumbled upon an entire discotheque with 300 guests. Oh, my God. They also seal off new entrances when they find them. Boo. I mean, okay, fine. Keep the people safe. Safety reasons. And rescue the occasional lost soul who wandered down thinking it would be fun. (laughs) I have a photo of a dinner party down there. Okay. And you'd think maybe they'd just, like, bring picnic baskets and... Oh, no. They brought furniture. Bitch, this is a gourmet, like, five-course meal going on here. Okay, I'm kind of here for this. Uh, Yeah, look at this. Oh, my God. I feel like they could do another season of, like, Vampire Diaries or the originals down here. Mm, True Blood. I never watched that. Girl, you got to go watch it. Does it have Klaus Michelson? 
If the answer is no, then no, I probably won't. No, but it has, um, oh, what is his name? I can't say it. Alec? No. If it's that blonde boy you're talking about, he ain't cute. Yeah. No. Alex Starsgard or whatever. Alexander Starsgard. Al- yeah. Nah, I'm good. Girl, you can have that ooh, one. No, in that show, though. Mm. What's up? I'm good. Eric. Yeah. Good. That one's yours, honey. I like him. You can have him and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. They're all yours. <laughs> that doesn't feel like a win when you say it like that. <laughs> it sounds like an insult. Like, here, you can... <laughs> I don't want I'm just nothing thinking, to do with them ugly motherfuckers. So. I'm just thinking of you, friend. <laughs> That's so sweet of you. <laughs> Thanks. Well, now I don't want them. <laughs> Got them took away the appeal. I want your discards. <laughs> I don't want your Monets. <laughs> A full on Monet. Even the police don't know their way around it all. In 2004, they discovered a motion sensor recording of dogs barking. Oh, my God. Designed to keep people away, along with a huge cavern equipped with a cinema, a bar, and a restaurant next door, along with a phone and electrical installations. When they returned a few days later with electricians, everything had been disconnected and a note left behind. Do not try to find us. Oh, my gosh. They probably moved to another part of the tunnels. Probably. But I have photos if you want to go see. Yeah. I have photos of the cinema. That is so cool. That is so freaking cool. I I, want to go. There's a fire extinguisher. It's totally safe. Totes safe. They have (laughs) parking cones. I know. What could go wrong? (laughs) They've got it covered. I love it. And they even have little curtains. I mean, come on now. Yeah. The seats don't look all that great, but I am i don't care. I'll ball up my jacket and sit on that. Right? There you go. Good to go. Um, I have a picture of a little apartment type dwelling. If you want to click on that. Okay. There's a few little knickknacks in there. Some books. And that looks and, like somebody's reading nook. Yeah. I mean, what a good escape, right? Yeah, and kind of spooky. And kind of spooky at the same time, but I don't think anybody would really mess with you. Uh, No, probably not. Hope not. There's also... Oh, go look at the party room. Is that water? No, it's it's dirt. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I zoomed in closer. From far away, it looked like water. It it looks like they're having a meeting. Supposedly, cults go down there as well. That's what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Okay. You do you. And then, I don't know if I want to do this or not. There's there's several pools okay. that you can swim in. But you're swimming in dead body water. Okay, that looks pretty badass. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, okay. The bodies were <laughs> de- put down there hundreds of years ago. Yeah, yeah. That ain't the same water that was down there when the bodies were put there. So the water has been circulated. <laughs> yeah. But I just. And as. Don't pre- open your mouth. <laughs> as previously <laughs> stated, if you have ever swam in, in water in Louisiana. Yeah. I swim in lakes all the time. You are swimming there's in dead no body water. With, yeah. I mean, there's trash down there there's it's probably Dead nastier body. than the catacomb yeah. water honest honestly like yeah. now that I and you survived it. and you survived and the limestone filters it yeah i'm swimming in the catacomb pool before i'm, I'm diving in head first let's go before i get in I'm, cross I'm lake in. or whatever i'm i'll get in catacomb water valid point yeah i can't argue with you at, at all i'm in okay there we go i wonder if it's cold though yeah I don't even care. Yeah. I mean, those people were swimming in it and they survived. So, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. You want to know what else goes on down there? Maybe. <laughs> Let's leave the cataphiles and focus on the cats. Okay. I like cats. They ain't cute, though. Uh-oh. Many Paris catacomb legends may be true, maybe not, but the story of the cat skulls is a creepy one. 
It can be found in a book underground about underground Paris, which revealed an 1896 discovery of hundreds of skulls in the tunnels. Um, it seems that the catacombs shared a well with a nearby restaurant, undoubtedly run by a shady manager who passed off kitties as rabbits. Oh, no. Their tastes apparently resembling one another. Oh, So no. it's very possible and most likely that they threw the carcasses down the well. That's gross. Yeah. Okay. There's also the video footage. This, by far, is one of the creepiest Paris catacomb legends. In 2010, a video camera was recovered with footage from the 1990s. When okay. it was, like, crazy, right? Yeah, so crazy. They claimed it showed a man wandering lost through the dark corridors until he finally panics, drops the camera, and bolts off into the dark, never to be seen again. Some people question the authenticity of the recording. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. I'll post the link. I'll post it. Okay. Um, it's 40 minutes. And this, at first, he's just walking through, showing different rooms, piles of bones, like stuff on the walls. And then it later on, it skips to, because they don't show the full 40 minutes, yeah. but it skips to him starting to walk a little bit faster. He's breathing heavier. And then he's running. And then he drops the flashlight and runs off in a puddle of water. Like, you see his feet disappear into the distance. That's creepy. It could be a hoax. It could be real. Mm -hmm. Don't know. But um, from the video, they could tell that the man holding the camera was probably lost. Um, experts watched the video, like yeah. cataphiles and stuff. And they think that he had no idea how to escape. The more they watched, the more it became clear that the man was going mad in, in the underground network of tunnels. The footage is said to have inspired the catacomb hor horror movie. Horror. As above, so below. I've seen it, like, a year ago. It was great. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend. There's another movie that I watched last night called Catacombs. It has pink in it. It came up, like, all the characters, and it said Alicia Moore, and I was like, Holy shit. No way. Yep. It was pink. That's with, cool. With blonde hair. That's cool. It was crazy, but definitely go watch both of those. I have the pictures of the movie posters. Okay. And they do take place in the catacombs. That's so cool. So if you want to see a lot of footage of those, I definitely recommend As Above, So Below goes deeper into the tunnels because they are actually crawling through bones and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the catacombs thing was pretty cool. That's a cool movie poster, As Above, So Below. Yeah. Well, because supposedly they enter through the gates of hell. Mm -hmm. I, I can't I can't give too much away. Anyways, okay. like, yeah, it's great. And the catacombs, it starts out of with them, like, going to a rave there. And it's really down there, so you get the full experience. It's pretty cool. Was it in the 90s? Was it set in the 90s? Yes, it was. Nice. Yes, it was. Okay. Just from the clothing, definitely. I'm here for it. And it has, you know that... Um, the girl from A Knight's Tale, the dark-haired girl that he's, like, totally in love with. I've never seen that movie. Have you not? Anyway, she's in it. <laughs> <laughs> she's the main character. <laughs> Damn. Go watch A Knight's Tale. You keep telling me to watch all these movies. Dude, it's really good. You'd love it. Is it one of those chick love movies? Yes, but it also has a lot of jousting. A love movie with swords. It's great. Okay. And then it has modern music. Anyways, all right, going back. Possibly linked to the video camera story above, a famous Paris Catacombs legend has it that something terrifying happens in the burial site after midnight. Wow. Of, of ah. Philibert. Philibert. Aspart. Awful. Aspart! <laughs> It's all downhill from here. <laughs> it was all downhill from welcome to oddities and curiosities. <laughs> okay. So keep your wits about you if you're inside the Paris catacombs after midnight. I would say at all times. At all times, but, <laughs> you know. A little extra. The witching hour, maybe. According to this legend... 
That's when the walls begin to speak. It is said disembodied voices will try to persuade you to venture even deeper into the catacombs until you can't find your way out again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. I'm done. There's that. There's all the creepy other stuff. That was great other stuff. Thank you. Yes. This was great. I enjoyed researching that one. (laughs) It was fun. It was. I liked the pictures better than anything. Looking at pictures. I think that's what made me like it so much. I found some really cool stuff. I I really, truly want to go. Yeah. Um, Just FYI, neither one of us looked into this, but we both saw that there's an Airbnb down there. Yep. That you can rent out. And I saw a picture of the bedroom. There are skulls looking at the bed. So I'm totes not going to stay there. No, but I want to go see it. But it's a thing. So way to go, Airbnb. I bet they make a lot of money. Probably so. What what you flipping through over there? You got a trivia question? The book. First off. First off, congrats to last week's winners on Instagram. We had Miss Rebecca or Becca Ayers. I hope that's how you say it. Correct me if I'm wrong. But you know you can you come are. at me. You know, but you, you know are. who you are, Becca Boo. Yay. That's her username is Becca Boo. It's so cute. <laughs> and on Facebook, we had Shannon Williams. Good job, Shannon. Good job, Shannon. She's gonna give y'all a run for your money. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. And uh, we have a thing. Mm-hmm. We just decided this like yesterday. So yeah, we're winging it. But we think it's a good idea, so we're going to do it. So, since we give out gold stars, we're going to collect the gold stars. Mm-hmm. Keeping a tally. And whoever has the most gold stars at the end of the season gets a prize. Ah! You're welcome. And we're not going to tell you what the prize is. No. Because we don't know what we the prize is. We don't know is. what the prize is yet, but we're going to make it a good one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So play trivia, friends. You can do it. It's worth it. I have faith in you. We will make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Let me work it. <laughs> Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, <laughs> last week's trivia question was, how did Charlie Chopoff get his name? Gross. It's gross. And the answer is, mm-hmm. Charlie Chopoff severed and or otherwise brutalized the penises of his young male victims. Boo. Douche box. Yes. Yeah. So um, there we go. It happened uh, in the 1970s. Yep. And that's enough of that. And (laughs) well, just a small synopsis. I'm not going to read this whole thing. Oh. But it happened in the 70s. Okay. Um, It was... Four boys between the ages of seven and nine. Gross. Three black and one Puerto Rican. I hate it. Were murdered and mutilated by this serial killer in New York City. All of it. Yep. So he sucks. Yep. Don't like him. Charlie Chopoff. (gasps) What? So in 1974, police arrested Erno Soto, a drug addict with a history of mental illness, including institutional stays, after a failed abduction attempt of a Puerto Rican boy. Soto confessed to the murder of uh, one of the children and reportedly told police that God had told him to make little boys into little girls. But he was ultimately found not guilty by reason of insanity in a 1976 trial. He had been diagnosed with schizophrenia, and during the proceedings, a psychiatrist characterized him as a walking time bomb. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my fuck. So after he was acquitted of the murder, he was committed to a high-security mental institution. Okay. And the serial murdering of young black and Puerto Rican boys in New York City stopped. Mm. Still, the case remains technically unsolved, though. Well, you know, I'd say I'm 98% sure you got him, but but damn. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, new question. Moving on. (laughs) Okay, trivia question for this week. Who were the children of the snow? Ooh. I'll say it again. One more time for the people in the back. (laughs) 
Who were the children of the snow? And your time starts now. Yik talk. Yik talk. It ends Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, friends. Thanks for joining. We appreciate you. Yeah, you're cool people. Totally. Totes. Cool. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. So, uh, come back next week. Yeah. For stuff. <laughs> we have other stuff. <laughs> we have other stuff. <laughs> it's a good one, too. I'm excited. Okay. But we're leaving, so ta-ta for now. I'm going to sleep. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook and Instagram for episode picks and announcements. Please rate and review on Apple, Spotify, and Facebook. We want to give a huge shout out to Stephen Goetzky for editing, Craig Weaver for music, and our very own Amanda Hagens for art. We'll talk at you next week. <laughs>